0: Touch all hearts that are weary and dying. It, Touch all hearts that are walking out of faith into fake Lord Jesus, you are the owner of my heart. Mend it and speak to our hearts. Thank you for my suffering. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I want us to look at Psalm 133. Psalm 133. Put it on the wall. So I will look back with the title of the day. They tell you Blessed unity of the people not done. And that is my, my theme, my topic. Blessed unity. It is a blessing when we walk in unity. Amen. It is what? A blessing. When we walk in unity. So, what is the opposite of blessing? So, if you don't walk in unity, what are we walking in? Are you thinking about it that this way? If we as people of God, he says, blessed unity of the people of God, if you have a good Bible, you we see the topic there. I know Whose Bible has a topic? Whose has a topic? What a topic? Here? The topic of the psalm, Psalm 133. Blessed unity of the If you don't have the topic, your Bible is very watered down. You need to be careful. Some of these watered down versions, they change things to suit certain things. So, I hope that one day I'll teach you about Bible versions. Not every Bible that carries the full truth. Have you seen it? What does it say? Blessed unity of the people of God. So that's what we are talking about. Blessed unity of the people of God. So, if we we walk in unity, we are walking in blessing. And the opposite is true. When we walk in this unity, what are we walking in? We are not walking in the blessings of God. We are walking in the curses. So, is it possible for a church to invite curses upon itself? Is it possible for church members to invite cases upon themselves? Yes, yes, yes or no? Is it possible? Is it the pastor's doing? Is it the pastor's doing? He said the people of God, if they don't walk in blessing, then you are walking in cases." And he says the key there is unity. Apart from you and I and God, who do you think is aware of this? Sacred truth. Eh? Satan. So, if he is aware, what do you think he will do? Eh? He will do what? He will manipulate it. Eh? One person on the stand up. I can't hear you. Yeah. How? So if you are working in chaos, it means you are far away from God. Yes. And you're not praying. So, the, the, it will be easier for Satan to get through to you than to get through to God. Okay, that is true. Well, what about the information? Do you know this is not a secret? Do you know what we are reading? It's not a secret to Satan. Some people think that Satan doesn't read the Bible. You'll be surprised. He doesn't need to read it, he knows it. He knows it very, very he knows it more than you and I. Don't be under any illusion. You and I we need to read. He doesn't need to read. He knows he knows it inside and out. More than you and I. He didn't he quote it to Jesus? You think that I'm saying it to you, you are looking at me with some eyes. Why? it's true. He quoted Jesus. He said it is what? Written. So if he's afraid to read the Bible, will he come and go and say it is written? Uh-huh. So he knows the Bible very well. So he knows this truth. The truth about what? Unity. So I know this truth. God knows this truth. This truth. Satan also knows this truth. So the question I'm asking is that, knowing this truth, what do you think Satan will do? Concerning the people of God. Concerning the church. Eh? Uh-huh. He will initiate what? Disunity. Why? So that we can walk in what? Testes. Then what Badamarfu said will become a reality. So if you are, are, are walking under the blessing, it is difficult for him to touch you. Job. The Bible said Satan said that have you not placed a hedge around him? So I can't touch so one of the benefits of walking in the blessing of God is divine protection. You are protected. So if you are not, if you are, if we say you are walking under the curse, it means the very opposite of the blessings of God is true. When we say blessing, it's not a feeling, it is actually a tangible something that God gives to you. So the blessing of divine protection. If you are walking in this unity, then that protection is what? Removed. And so Satan went to God and said, have you not removed, have you not placed what? A hedge. Why? Because Job, the Bible says that he was a blessed man. You see that. Job was what? A blessed man. Very blessed. So, he could not what? Touch him. He could not touch him. So, Satan then asked for permission. And when you read it carefully, you realize that people think that it was God, but actually it was Job that gave them Satan permission. Because he said, you read it carefully, he Says that which I feared most has now come upon me. So all along, fear had opened a door for, for him, and Satan took advantage. So, Satan knows the information in the Bible concerning the unity of the church. And he's very much what, aware. He knows that when the people of God walk in unity, they will be blessed. He can't touch them. So when you read that psalm, it says, Blessed is said, behold how good And how pleasant it is. It's a good thing. He said, see how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is a good thing. He said, it is like the precious oil upon the head. Running down on the beard. The beard of Aaron. Running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of heaven descending upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing. So, ladies and gentlemen, please understand that there is a difference between blessing and commanded blessing. And commanded blessing only happens when there is unity. It is in unity that there is commanded blessing. That is where there is no struggle, but the thing comes to you. When you are walking in commander blessing, no struggle, but the thing comes to you. All these things that we are fighting and struggling and biting and doing, Satan has seen the key to making sure that there is struggle. So the blessing we are receiving it is blessing, but it's not commander blessing. But I believe that God wants us to walk in commanded blessing. Amen. So for there, the Lord commanded the blessing. This one, he commands the blessing upon you. And you can't be in a hole. If this kind of blessing is upon you, you'll be located. You'll be located. So the enemy of our soul now knows this truth. And is using against the church. Doing very well that if I'm able to infiltrate their midst and make sure that their ranks are divided, then they will never experience what is known as what? Commander blessing. Remember, it says that it is like the oil upon the head of Aaron, running down on his beard. He's talking about the anointing. When the anointing oil, if you read it in, um, in um, the Leviticus. Anointing oil is made up of different, different, lot, lot of spices. I've forgotten the actual number, but it's a lot of spices and flavors. Indicating a flavor of blessing in a person's life. So, the oil runs right. on the head of the priest. And then it goes through the beard and then it goes down. It's, it's, it goes down. And then it says that it's like dew. He didn't say it's like rain. It's like what? Dew. Because rain is seasonal. But dew is everyday. And then he says that for death. For death. So there is a place where we must be as a church. If we stay in that place. Or oh, God oh, struggling. will cease. Satan is aware. And let me tell you, in God's calendar, we are on the edge of making that breakthrough. Knowing this, the enemy of our soul is fighting very hard. He's fighting very hard. He's throwing everything he can to earth as a church. And if we don't understand the truth, the, the 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 truth behind you know what is growing you get confused. Amen are you listening? Today I said i'm not preaching I'm talking to you. so Jesus even prayed and before before I talk about Jesus' prayer, Jesus said that where. Two or what? Three? Are gathered what? In my name. Talking about the power of what? Agreements. He says, "Find, find those scriptures, quickly. And he says, "How can two work together? Except what? They agree." So, how many scriptures are we looking at here with regards to agreements? In regards to Unit. Therefore, where two or three are guarded in my name. As we are guarded here, we are guarded in the name of Jesus. But you see, if Satan is at work, he will make some of you believe that you are guarded in the name of the pastor. He will make you hold. You don't mind that. Satan will make you believe you make you believe that you are going to gather in the name of God. I didn't die to save anybody. I am just a messenger of the one who died. So you don't gather in my name. But if Satan makes you believe that you gathered in my name, that is when you can easily get up and say, Oh, I'm going, I'm leaving the garden." Because he's making you believe the lie. He's making you believe where two or three are gathered in this name. He said there he is in presence. When we are gathered, it is essential that we gather in unity, in oneness of mind. So I am there in the so if we gather and we are not gathered in this name, then we are gathered in the name of confusion. We are not guarded in the place of commanded blessings. You see, when we talk about commanded blessings, you know, that is when we are close, you, you just it just happens. When we walk into church, because there is a oneness of mind and oneness of purpose. You know? There is so no, even the pastor might not even need to pray for you. You just come in and suddenly you, you get healed. I've, I've experienced that in in, in in times where I didn't even for them. the mere father they just came to church they go to you and you come and testify for me. when I was coming to church I was having some bad stomach. I was having this but I am living now but these things will not happen. If you that you are you are coming with the stomach but your mind is not coming with the mindset of unity. Your mind is coming with the mindset of bitterness, of offense, of anger. So, all that we are doing, we will experience just a chance of the blessing, but we will not experience it. So the Lord said, it's important that when we meet, we must meet together. And when He says, how can you do work together? Without them first words, agreeing. So, agreement is important. If you don't agree with what I am doing or what I am saying, there's no need for you to be here. Do you understand? If you don't agree, it's not by force. You don't have to be here because your presence, I would rather have four people who agree fully so that when we go before God, we are planted in His name, in oneness. And then we will experience the master in our midst. I have thousands and thousands of people, everybody with his own uh, secret agenda. Everybody with his own secret So, there needs to be agreements. Amen? There needs to be what? Now, you can show you agree by your actions. Is that not true? You can show that you agree by your actions and what you say as well. You can show it. So let us not be hypocrites, because a hypocrite is one who pretends to be something they are not. The Greek word for a hypocrite to someone one who wears a mask. So you see. them, you see the mask, but you don't see the real face. It can be a woman that is wearing a mask. mask you know? So, we need to understand that we have to ask for our own have studied the scriptures. For so, in God, we are one. So, I and my Father are one. So, you don't need unity in heaven. The person that wanted to cause this unity in heaven, he was cast down. Remember that. God did not tolerate any insubordination. Are you seeing that then? So, it is important that sometimes even in church, we must cut certain people out. Must cast certain people, what uh, it's very important. Please, let's welcome so the latest bride and do the town hallelujah! So, the one God was causing was disunity. did God keep it. God-keeping. And it's God's children. God is you. you In Revelation, he said that, woe unto the inhabitants of the earth. Anywhere there is, there is a rebellious person, their people will not walk in what? Blessing. Even God is, you know, God is bound by His word. God is what? So He said in Exodus 132, He says, that, Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. The blessed unity of the people. So God Himself knows that. that Even in heaven, eh, where the perfect church is, in heaven, when somebody became rebellious and decided that he would not reason together with God, when that person decided that, hey, I, I'm not going to dwell in what? In unity with him. Did God tolerate that person? What did God do? He passed this person out. Because God knows that it is important that there must be absolute unity in them. And he told the inhabitants, Wall. Wall means you are under a curse. Just like it says. If we don't dwell in Psalm 133, if we don't dwell in blessed unity, we dwell under a case. So the inhabitants of the earth said, "Go unto because there is somebody that is in your midst. Who is the troublemaker? Who will make sure that fathers and sons will quarrel? Who will make sure that mothers and daughters will quarrel? Husband and wives will be at as loggerheads. Children and..." Their parents will fight. And it's a war too, because once he achieves that, you will be working not under the commander' blessing, but you will be working under the curse. And he will torment you. He will torment you day and night. He say he doesn't sleep day and night. And what he does is that after passing confusion, he comes and accuses you. He's known as the accuser i that Jesus Christ If you are present, you that what you is that they may okay. And that's what Jesus prayer. Because if we are one, we live in the domain of the blessing. The domain of what? It will be like we are upon Mount Helon, where there is constant words. you. every day we are refreshed, so your needs are met without struggle. If you are walking under just normal blessings, you get rain rain is season. It's not the case. Rain is season. You can get some blessing. Once the work, after training and sweating and sweating so some blessing will come. And then everything is like a struggle. But God is telling His people there is a better way. And we need to open our eyes and see what the devil is trying to do. That when there is disunity we cannot walk in that form. Will it will be a struggle. Are you not tired of that struggling? When there is a better way. But we don't want to listen. And I do want to see. So Jesus says, when we meet together in this name, we must you must have one mind. That is why the Bible talks about Romans chapter 16, verse 17. Romans chapter 16, verse 17. Okay, please, let's read it together. Now, what does it say? It says what? Okay, what is he talking about there? He's talking about there are some words that I want you to take particular notice of. He said, I urge you, brethren, note. You have some other version it says mark, note them or oh, mark those two cause what divisions and what offenses. Contrary to the doctrine, and that's the doctrine I'm teaching you. The doctrine of commander blessings, the doctrine in Psalm 133, where God says that if my people, he said, behold, how good and pleasant it is. For brethren to dwell together in unity, it is like the precious oil upon the head, running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of heaven descending upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing. So He is saying to us that this is a doctrine, and A doctrine is meant to be followed. This is not something I am making up. Then that will be my doctrine. and I will be indoctrinating you to myself. But I am not indoctrinating you to myself. For me, I am a messenger. So I am indoctrinating you to the one who Sent me. And his message is that we must dwell in the place of what? commanded blessing. The place of commanded blessing. Listen, the whole church, and if you are part of the church, you have to do it. We are all going to go on 40 days fasting. The whole church. Because we have to enter, Me, I'm tired of this struggling. I don't know about you. But me, 2018 must not pass me with all this unnecessary struggle. I don't want to receive the blessing. It makes God look as if God, we have to beg God and beg God and beg God. But I've seen with my eyes that when you dwell in that place of commanded blessing, there's no begging. God didn't make us beggars. He made us kings. Are Are you with me? So the blessings will come. Unless he doesn't want you to have it. But if it is something that is ordained, it will just come. Your needs will be supplied. So, this is a doctrine you must understand. So, God doesn't, God wants us to walk in command and blessing. So, he says, Now, I want you to note those who, contrary to this doctrine that we are teaching you, what you have learned. He said, Note them, mark them. I remember when I was starting, I told you, I showed you in the scripture. Uh, it says, Behold, how good it is. It said the, the title is The Blessed Unity of the People of God. Meaning that when we walk in unity, we walk in the blessings of God. But if we walk in His unity, we walk under the curses. And I, I told you as well that I am aware of this. You are aware of this truth. This is the doctrine. And there is another God is aware. And there's another person who is also what? Aware. Satan. God is a spirit. So God, he wants his doctrine. He wants his children to walk in his doctrine. But are you seeing God standing here this morning? Yeah, he's using his people to what? Speak to you. So if God is using human beings to enforce and remind you of his doctrine, then what do you think Satan will also use? To try and enforce his own kind of doctrine. Are they going to be strangers? Where are they going to be? Eh? According to the scripture that we read. That is says in Romans. Mark them. So it is going to be among what? Us. It will be right among us. So what? God is busy trying to use some to enforce his doctrine. Satan too will be busy trying to what? Use some of us also to enforce his doctrine. Are you there? It is not anybody that is far away. It is the people right within the church. And when he succeeds, we will leave, uh, uh, we, we will not, he knows, he knows, it is the, he knows, Satan is a very calculated person. So he knows that once he succeeds, then these people that call themselves the children of God will become a laughing stock, And people will mock their God. People will say, where is their God? And God's hands will be tied because it is knowing of the truth that the people are dead free. So he says, I urge you, brethren, note those. I want the verse that says mark. Those who cause divisions. There are some people that cause divisions. They cause divisions. This is the assignment Satan has given to them. They cause what? Divisions. So I beseech you, brethren, mark them that are causing the divisions. And occasions of what? Stumbling. Contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned. And turn away from them. It's not a bad thing to turn away from some people, I'm telling you. Because, did God turn away from Satan? Didn't God cast Satan out of heaven? Did he keep him in heaven? Did he say, I'm going to reform him? No. God had to preserve the unity in heaven. He had to do it. This, this thing we are talking about, eh, it is greater than you and I. It is very powerful. You don't know, but it is very powerful. And anywhere God's agenda is, Satan will replicate the same thing. If we are in agreement, and we use the scripture to explain this, if we are in agreement, and we are all going towards one direction, then there's no need for me to stop you, is there? But if you are going in a direction that I don't want you to go, I'm going this way, if you are coming this way, and you want me to follow you, you have to physically come and fight me and stop me and try to change my direction. But if you are all going the same way, you leave me. Even if I'm ahead of you, you don't mind. After all, we are all going the same direction. So Satan is very happy. In certain places, he doesn't bother. He's happy. They can be there in their thousands, but he knows that oh, these people they are mine. But in a place where we are continuing the agenda of heaven on earth here, in a place like that, he will do everything possible. Everything what? Possible to 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 bring about this unity. To bring about what this unity? It's, I'm telling you, this, it is a powerful force. Don't underestimate the power of this unity. Never underestimate it. The power of this unity. So there must be a marking. So me, as a pastor, I, I will mark. Is it a bad thing? Is that not what God did? Yeah. It is like eating Popcorn. Then suddenly you find some stone in the popcorn. If You don't take it out and you chew it. It becomes, now you have to spit everything out. But if you see the stone and you pick it out, then there's no. you don't waste any of the popcorn. It's only the stone that you, you have to throw away. Do you see the principle? But if you don't deal with it and you eat the stone with the popcorn, now you have to spit everything out. And if you really want to get your popcorn back, it's a hard process. Can you get it back? Is there a way you can get it back? Oh, I think there's a way. You, you chew the, the popcorn and with, with, with stone. You beat the stone and the stone crack into pieces. mix it, <laughs> And you spit it out. How can you get your popcorn back without the stone? Is it possible? Yeah. <laughs> so the principle behind it is that if you don't mark people who cause confusion when they are living, they will live with other good people. They will live with other what? Good people. It was only the stone that is supposed to be cast out. But now, it has mixed with what? The popcorn and the saliva. And, and so now, all the good popcorn, you have to what? Throw it away. Go ahead and rinse your mouth. And then, you need to take in new popcorn. This is what Satan does to destroy churches. And it takes people out of churches. Because of wicked people. That caused confusion. And give occasions of. It is two different things. I pray that I have the time to explain. You know, there, there are some who have caused divisions. Divisions. And there are some that caused stumbling. They, they, you know, they, 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 their actions will cause the people to stumble. They, have, they will begin to. Judge and they begin to become emotional. They will begin to, uh, uh, um, they will, they will be, they are faith. This the stumbling. Eh, it mostly comes for people who are not really strong in their faith. So they become tired. They become weary. It, they be, it becomes a drag. Their faith. There's a stumbling. There's a stumbling. And how? Do people put the verse 18 on for me? He says, For they that are such serve not our Lord Christ, but their own what? Belly. And, 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 and look at the trick here. He said, And by what? By what? Smooth. And what? Fair speech. They do what? Ladies and gentlemen, your heart can be affected by the smooth and apparently fair speech of people who cause confusion. Their activity you must guard your heart. You must guard your heart. What they will do when eh? hmm. you, you don't know. Their activity will affect your heart. Suddenly, you begin to doubt. You see, Satan is very happy. There are demons that are released from hell that are very happy. When church members begin to have suspicions, when the demon, the demon that is behind um, suspicion is, is, a, is a little demon that is working with the demon of murder, is working with the demon of rage. And their overall strong man is called the spirit of jealousy. He is the strong man behind all memories, memories, all jealousy, all jealousy, all gossip, all strife. And they are happy to see the church members suddenly, a man that you trust, a woman that you trust, a woman that you have loved, like, 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 like Jesus and his disciples, for three years. A man that you have loved, a man that he has, you have seen him perform miracles. You've seen him walk on water. You've seen him provide for 5,000 people. You've seen him do all that. You've seen him go to the, the mother-in-law of Peter and kill many people, casting out devils. You've seen him. You've seen him. Even on the Mount of Transfiguration. You've seen the testimony of other people concerning him, like John. John said, Behold, the Lamb of God, that takes away the sin of God. Confirming that Jesus is truly the Son of God. You have seen all these things. But you see, like, 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 like Judas, eh? Like Judas, eh? If you don't take care, when these demons of, this spirit of jealousy, this strong man's spirit of jealousy, and these little little demons of rage, of anger, of bitterness, of strife, when they are at work, eh? They will make you suddenly hate a man, you, or woman, your spiritual leader, that you love so much. Suddenly, you hate them. Suddenly you suspect them. When you see them wearing a, a new shoe. Mm. When you see them doing something. Suddenly your mind works in a, a warp. It's like you have been infected with a virus. And some of you have been infected with that, that, with that virus. So your heart has been beguiled. Like, just like Eve's heart was beguiled. It was deceived. He says, by the craftiness of the devil. The devil is a crafty being. Are you here? So, like like Judas, all that Judas, what even shocks me is that, you know Judas was among the 12 disciples that Jesus sent? And said, go and heal the sick. And they came back and they came to give report that. Oh Lord, oh master, even the demons are what? Subject to us. And Jesus said, Don't and I now understand why Jesus said that. He said, Don't rejoice, though. So just because you are Catholic devils, so don't rejoice. But rather be you know, be interested that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. That, that's what you should be interested in. But so you could see that even <laughs> Though Peter and all those people, Judas, they were all saying that, but he could see that some will begin with us, but they will not end with us. Some are with us, but they will come out of, from amongst us. They will come out from amongst us. And the Bible says that they did so because they were never with us from the beginning. Seeing all this, seeing all this, even he was given a post in a church, Judas. He was given a post in Jesus' church. A very... Who would you put in charge of your finances? Your worst or your best? Huh? He was put there in charge of, of the finances. And... Pastor Jesus was there three years with them. Three good years. Pastor Jesus was with them. Feeding them, clothing them, helping them. And you see, some people don't know how to handle when they come close to a man of God. They they, they don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to behave themselves around anointing. They just, you know, become so, so, they become so um, blasé. They become very, uh, uh, the word I'm looking for is uh, familiarity. They become too familiar. you know they saw Jesus went to the toilet? Do you know that they saw that? They saw Jesus eat. They saw Jesus tired. One time he was so tired he was sleeping. He was going on a on boat. Jesus was fast asleep. So they saw all that. But some of them were able to handle it well. Others were not able. Someone like Peter. He always thought that he had the right to go and question and question things. So he went to see Jesus was saying that, hey. In, um, in the scriptures, he was telling them like, look, the time is coming. The time is now. I'm going to, I must go to Jerusalem. When I go there, I'm going to suffer a lot of things. And uh, I will die. But I'll raise up. I'll be raised up after three days. Immediately he finished. Peter got up and said, the Bible says that and Peter rebuked Peter. He rebuked his pastor. Find that quotation marks. He wrote it down. I did it on Friday. It was one of the quotations. Okay, put it. Put it on the board. There are some of you that have the habit of trying to rebuke your pastors, your spiritual leaders. Be careful. Because this is not the doctrine that you have been taught. The doctrine of Christ doesn't allow you to do that. We are not in, in the world. Even though we are living in this world, we are not of this world. Our system is not like the world system. Our system says, give and it shall be given. The kingdom, what I mean by system is that we are in the kingdom of God. And for instance, our kingdom says, give and it shall be given. But the world system says, save, save, save and it shall be rich. And how many people have been able to save one million in a lifetime? do show me one person. Just to but one breakthrough from God, suddenly you can become a millionaire. Without any saving or whatever. So we 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 are we are of a different kingdom. So if you want to be part of the kingdom, have that mindset, have that oneness, that unity that we are talking about. So it says then Peter took him aside. So after service, oh come Pastor Hmm. Pastor, this thing that you are saying here, yeah, I don't like it. You better change it. And I'm not coming to church again. Hmm. But that's what Peter did. Can you imagine? We are not, if you want the best, the, I mean, we are talking about the best ever pastor that lives on this earth. He never made any mistake. He was but the one we are worshiping. He is the one that worked on earth. And Peter. Peter, eh? Took him aside. There are some of you that have that behavior, that attitude. Even if you can't take me aside, you are saying it in your heart. And you know where it's coming from? I'm going to show you. You are working... For the enemy. You are, you are the fifth column. The enemy within. You are the source of this unity. Peter said. Rebuke him saying. Far, far be it from you. Lord. This shall not happen to you. And you see. What Peter was saying sounded like he cared. It sounded like he cared for Jesus Christ. What did he say? Continue. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Peter. Is that what is there? Get behind me, um, Satan. You are an offense to me. For so you are not mindful of the things of God. When people behave like that, they are not mindful of the things of God. are the things of men. They are only interested in their own bellies, their own selfish, ulterior motives. But I want to announce it, that what God wants to do, he will do. And no man can stop it. Unless we are not of God. You You are not mindful of the things of God. We have to have a mindset of being mindful of the things of God. The way we behave, sometimes we need to question: are we mindful of the things of God? So Peter, in the eyes of men, will be uh, if nobody's going to save me, I'll say it. That sort of person. Thinking that. He is working for God, but actually he is not mindful of the things of God. See, spiritual things, those who are not spiritual, they cannot discern spiritual things. Yeah, so he took him and rebuked him. Jesus said, you are working. Jesus saw straight through Peter and said, get behind you, Satan, because he saw that Satan was using Peter at that very moment you see, to bring about this unity. Okay, you found out. You see, but the natural man does not what? We see the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned they can't is it's like you know talking algebra to a baby talking deep mathematical equations to a baby if i say e is equal to mc squared and i show it to a primary school child he will say that i am writing what i'm trying to write a b c d. in fact they will try they will call me aside like my daughter my sister said, Daddy, you try, like Peter, you come here, as Daddy. You are doing the wrong thing. Who said that he, he can be equal to mc squared? And they will rebuke me. Not knowing that it is a mathematical equation. But it takes a higher level for you to discern that. But is it is not a mathematical equation. Who, who may, who, whose um, equation is that? Einstein's I think. Is it a theory of relativity? Is that, the, that one? Yeah. There is, let me tell you, there, is, there, there can be mathematics and they can give you just one equation but by the time you solve it, you would have finished about five pages. <laughs> just, they'll give you just proof that so so and so and so is because of that. And then you leave it like that. By the time you go round and run and solve it, four A four sheets finish on one question. But if you just show it to a child, you say, ah. You will in fact make a mockery of it. That means so you're going to university and this is what you are learning. Oh e, and when I say he will tell me e, it's F. E. They will try to correct you. <laughs> yeah. And this is what this Peter did. And you see, we need to get spiritual understanding. Everything that Satan is doing, eh, he knows that when the people of God walk in commanded blessing, he remains powerless. He remains powerless, he can't touch you. Judas. The Bible says that Judas was walking with Jesus Christ and doing miracles with Jesus Christ. When the time came, a woman came and poured oil on Jesus Christ. Peter said, Peter said, Um, Judas said, Why is it that you have what? Poured oil upon him. Couldn't this have been given to what? The poor. Couldn't this have been what? Given to the poor. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's what? Son. Who would would, what? Betray him. Said, Why was the fragrant oil not sold for three hundred? He even knew the price, (laughs) (laughs) and giving to what the poor? Is it a bad thing to give to poor people? So did Jesus? Did did, did Jesus do something wrong here? But Peter and Judas is what accusing Jesus of what doing something what? Be careful because. Do you know this statement is an accusation? Do you know it's an accusation? Or you don't see that it's an accusation? Do you know (laughs) We have to be I want your eyes to open Amen May the Holy Spirit open your eyes He said Why was this fragrant oil not sold for what? Three hundred and, and giving to the poor. To me this sounds really sensible. Is that not the case? But in actual fact it was an accusation. Not all accusations will come in the direct form. Say Pastor, why have you done Pastor you are doing this, you are doing that? No, no. Some of them it will come in a very clever witness. Witness clever. Whispers, memories of the devil. That's what I call them. When when Satan murmurs, when Satan whispers, his children pick it up in their hearts. Just like when the Holy Ghost whispers, we pick it up in our spirits. It's the same way when Satan what? whispers, his children also what pick it up in the spirit, and it comes through their mouths in things like this, whispers like this. So as we are here, if Satan wants to speak, you will not come and get the microphone and speak. You will be looking for avenues in your heart. Remember that I said, Simon, who would what? Betray him. Meaning that already there was an offense. Hidden in what? Judas the path. There was something that had made this man, that that had all the disciples, even look at, look at what Peter did. But we never saw that Peter went ahead to what? betray Jesus. But this guy, there was something in his heart So that that he would betray. That thing was there. The seed was there. And it turned out to be like some, some nice questioning, some nice, some nice what? Uh, questioning. Sometimes, You can can accuse somebody without accusing that person. Do you understand? Or you can accuse somebody without what? Accusing that person. Who can give me an example? You are accusing the person without what? Accusing them. You haven't said anything, but you have accused them. Who can give me an example? To accuse somebody without what? Accusing them. Who can give me an example? Any example, whether in a workplace, church, family, whatever. Accuse somebody. You are you, you accusing the person, but you haven't said anything. Yes. I don't know how to say it, but it will look like. Um Maybe if I am conversing with Sister Linda and mother has said something, so I'll be like, because I want to accuse mother, I'll be, Sister Linda will ask me, Oh, what are we wearing? And I said, And maybe I will say, Ah, didn't you hear mother saying that we shouldn't wear um, green clothes to church again? So, in this sense, I'm trying to say what mother said in a different way, but mm. at the same time, I want Sister Linda to know that mother. Say, hey, like, yeah. Accusing without what? Accusing. Or maybe since you spoke, your husband, your husband is chatting with his friend and somebody says, Oh say charity. And then the friend says, Charity. He hasn't said anything, but that acting. Your wife. Also, my wife says your wife. Then you change the topic. What time is England playing? (laughs) Then you bring back the. Oh, I said my wife. Oh, ah. I said what time is England playing? You want my trouble? So, he hasn't said anything but he's accusing. So, we have to be careful of such words. The Bible says in Romans, mark them that what cause confusion. Mark them. You have to take notice of them. You have to. And the reason why you have to take notice of them is not because of any man. But it's because of the doctrine of Christ. That says that if we walk in unity, we will walk in commanded blessing. I pray that the peace and unity of Christ will be our portion. I pray, I pray that the peace and unity of Christ will be our portion. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Of Jesus. Amen. Satan's whisperings include. Gossip. Tell your neighbor gossip. Memory. Satanic memories. We test them. All satanic memories, we what? We test them. Satanic memory. Please, open to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, let's start from verse 25 to 32. Therefore, putting away what? Lying. Let each one of you what? Speak the truth with his what? His neighbor. For we are members of one another. Uh-huh. So that means we are We are, we should be what? Working what? Unity If, if I have, if I have a, a boil A boil on my finger Is it just my finger that will feel the pain? Even though the boil is not on my leg Is it not the whole body that is going to be affected? That's what the Bible is saying So put away lying some of us have become masters at lying. Masters, we have become masters at lying. We call ourselves Christians, but we skillfully lie with our teeth. You know, we lie to our teeth. You know, like the poor people when they are speaking the English one, the upper, the stiff upper lip people, they don't open their lips. And, mm, I don't know. Can you have a cup of tea, please? You and I, can I have a cup of tea, please? Uh-huh. They, they speak as if they are not speaking. That is how some of us have mastered the art of lying. Lying is Satan's chief communication weapon. The Bible calls him the father of all lies. And There's a quotation I showed you that announces. That is that they are children of what? Children um, of of lies. Children of lies. So, lying. Putting it away. Put away lying. What you haven't seen, don't go and say I've seen it. What you haven't heard, don't go and say it that I heard and I saw. And some people create scenarios that are not supposed to. To be, uh, that are not real. Attention-seeking scenarios. Seeking attention. Put away lying. Anybody that enjoys lying, the seed of the Holy Spirit is not in you. It's the devil's seed that is in you. Let each one of you speak the truth with its neighbor. For we are members of one body. Just because I have gray in my beard, it doesn't mean it doesn't concern my hand. So, my hand must know that, hey, there's gray here. Tell them. Continue. He says, be what? I I can hear you. Be what? Be what? And do not sin. So this is where most of us err. God knows that you will get angry, but the spiritual are led by the spirit. He said, those who are led by the spirit, they are the sons of God, not those who are led by their emotions. Especially the woman, can I talk to you? You have been wired in a way that you are emotional. Don't, when you become a Christian, if you let your emotions lead you as a woman, you will always make the, what, what I call soulish decisions. Decisions based on how you feel. Sometimes the right thing doesn't feel good. The right thing doesn't what? Feels good. It's like duty sex. It might not feel good every time, but you gotta do it. Tell your neighbor, you gotta do it. It's like duty sex. It might not feel good in the beginning. But are you going to do duty sex? This time I and Pastor Terry. Are you going to do duty sex? You are going to do it. When, when, when he comes back from work, and you see that he is stressed, and you two are tired, just give him duty sex. Quick one. And tell him, darling, yeah, and, and you relieve him. You see that very soon. T- After our sister, anointing will come. He will, start, he will start speaking, mando, sakabalaba. And you tell him, what, what, what are you talking about? He say, my mango, sakabalaba. Very sweet. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, but don't be led by what? Your emotions. You see, when women are leaders, this is where you need to try and understand the way they think. Because women are made emotionally, so women, once a man will sit down and think about it, a woman, once the emotion comes, will take decision based on the emotions, and it is characteristic of a baby Christian. So, be angry, certainly yes, be angry, but do not what sin, and then he gives you a condition there, okay. You, think, you see, when you get angry, you think that you have a right to behave the way you behave. God says, I understand. It's all right. I understand that you think, you, you little wen, you think that you have the right to be angry. So you be angry and be wriggling. Wiggle for some time. But I give you up to stand down. Stop the wriggling. Yet, little wen... Six o'clock has come, stand down, has come, he's still rig- going to bed, still wriggling. The following day, little worm, what is wrong with you? Still wriggling. And little worm will wriggle and wriggle and wriggle. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, little worm is still r- what? Wriggling. You have crossed God's ordained boundaries for you. Do you know what happens when you get angry? Anger is such a strong emotion. Do you know God Himself gets angry? Yeah. God gets angry. In fact, why we have not been destroyed is because God's anger has been pacified by the blood of Jesus. So He says, His wrath upon the children of disobedience, we who were far away, but today the blood of Jesus pacifies His anger. So, the day the blood starts speaking for you, that is the very day you start experiencing the wrath of God. And the time is coming when God's wrath will be unleashed upon the earth. And judgment, everybody will be judged. Whether you are bishop, you are pastor, you are church member. Whether you have master's degree. Whether you have PhD. Whether you have... Business or you don't have business. Whether you are married or you are not married. You have children or you don't have children. It will not matter. Because God says that a time will come. When you, everybody will give an account. Everybody. So when you are acting. Remember that in the grand scheme of things. Where your anger stands. He said, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Because it will start at anger. If you don't deal with it, it will become what? Wrath. And wrath is demonic. Because anger attracts. Hmm? Like all emotions. All our emotions. Anger is an emotion. And all our emotions are deposited in our souls. And all emotions attract spirits. Spirits are looking for emotions to ride on. They are looking for what? Emotions. To what? Ride on. That's why Jesus got angry. The anger in itself was not what? Bad. But what spirit wrote on the anger of Jesus Christ? The Holy Spirit. So in his anger... He saw that the thing and the temple of God was being abused. And so that anger drove him to work for God. Some of us, our anger has been misplaced. You are angry at the wrong things, angry at the wrong uh, people. You should be angry when you get, uh, when you get angry. Allow the Holy Ghost. Be the state. Be like Nehemiah. When you see the state of the walls of Jerusalem, you cannot be comfortable. Get angry about it. Get angry about it, but no. You, your own anger, demons are riding on it. And when demons ride on your anger, the Bible says that the demons, the God, this is how God has done it. When you get angry, before sundown, God Himself will be the one that will block the demons from coming in. It's like He accepts a line. He says, Up to this time, I am there. I'm making sure that no demon will enter. So, from that time, to, from the time you get angry to the time you go to bed, make sure you use the Word of God to deal and process the anger. That is how God uses, that's how God sets the line. So, use the word of God and process. And process. You can't say that you are angry with your wife, angry with your husband. And so, by the time you are going to bed, you are still angry. No, use the word of God. The Bible says that you are one body. So, if I'm angry at her, it means I'm angry at myself. Am I not stupid? Lord, forgive me. And then you say, ah, you make you know, positive confessions. You, you refuse to see how Satan wants you to see the person. You say, no, this is a good woman. This is a good man. I'm married to a good, a good woman. Yeah, this behavior, I don't like it, but he's a good person. I love her. And then even if you can pray for the person, before evening comes, anger would have disappeared. If you don't do that, But you think that you have a right to be angry. You have a right. You you have a right to be angry. Because that's what anger is. Thinking that I have the right. I am am right. I feel I am in in the right. So, yes, everybody must know that I'm in the right. Sundown comes no repentance. The Bible calls people like that. It says that they forgotten that they themselves were forgiven. So that they might what? Forgive others. They forgot Forgetfulness. Eh? It will cost you a lot of things. So, evening comes. Evening comes now. You haven't forgiven. Then God pulls away. So, the demons that are also waiting to ride on what? Your anger. So, you suddenly see that from that time, it doesn't become just normal anger. It becomes strong, intense anger. Suddenly, you begin to see things that you are not supposed to see. This is just what happened to, PM, what is the name? Judah. That a man that a man that, you know, had loved you so much, prayed for you, you had seen him do so mighty things, but when Satan writes on you. The Bible says that. And Satan what? Entered. Satan what? Entered into what? Judas. He entered him. Just like how in anger Satan, um, Judas's own was offense. The Bible says that he was going to betray. He was offended at something. He didn't deal with it. And the Bible says that, you know, woe, because offenses are bound to what? Happen, but woe unto you. Judas didn't what? Deal with it. And so the Bible says that. The, 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 he said, and Satan what? Enter. And you ride on your emotions. And then suddenly, somebody that you love, somebody that you love, it can be your own wife, it can be your own husband, it can be your own boss, somebody that you admire, somebody that you, you hold in high esteem. Suddenly, you begin to see all their faults. That's all you can see. You forget that this is the person that when I was in need, he wiped my bomb. You forget that. But all you see is that, eh. So they pour the oil on him. Mm. He's a very wasteful person. Why am I even paying my tithes to this ministry? Mm. Then you, you turn yourself in the bed. The husband says, me. leave me. I'm thinking. Then you're shaking. Then the rat is working. Hatred is being pumped. So that the very person that you love now, that, you, know, you know, have you heard a saying that they say that there is a thin line between love and hate? Have you heard it before? It is what? A very thin line. Because once the demons enter, they will blind you. You can never see anything good anymore. You will become hateful and resentful. And like Judas, you can be around a person, but you are only planning and scheming and waiting for the time when you can do maximum damage. That's what hatred will cause. That's what blindness will cause you. That's what not letting go will cause you. So Judas hung around Peter Jesus said I'm going to have the last supper. He went with them, happily. He were arranging their things. He was there with them, happily. Meanwhile, there was what a seed. When they were eating, he was eating with them, chatting with the disciples. You go to Peter and say, "Oh, Peter, hmm. everything." And 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 you you know he would, he was going on. Jesus saw. Already, Jesus knew already, and he said, mm. One of you is going to betray me. The disciples said, who is that? This pastor to you are some way. This pastor, Jesus. Mm. Then Peter said, Peter that likes always asking questions. He said, he asked, there's one of the disciples that Jesus loves very much. You ask, ask him. Ask him, "Who is this person?" Ethan said, "The very one that I watch. I dip my bread and into the wine and give to him. That person will watch. So, so, the person that is going, to, the person that is going to do, Satan is going to use. He is not far away. The one that Satan is going to use to cause disunity is not far away. It can be you." that is sitting there. Look at somebody and tell them it can be you. Go to three people and say it can be you. you are not a, make sure you are not a suspect. So he said, he answered and said, He who dips his hand with me in the dish will what? Betray me. He who what dips his hand with me in the dish will betray me. Will betray me. Yes, continue. So he says, the Son of Man indeed goes just as it is word, written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is what? Betrayed. Woe to that man that, that will betray. That will be the cause of confusion. Woe to that person. He said, it would have been good for that man if he had not been what? Born. And this is general for everybody. Go back to that one. I was to say, this is what. It is general. It would have been good for that man. That is the cause of confusion. It would be better for you not to have. This is a, that was why I was saying that. This thing here, it is greater than you and I. It's greater than you and I. God in heaven is watching. He is watching. He knows the intents of our hearts. He knows the secrets of our hearts. He is watching. And in there's the Judah, it would have been good for that man if he were not born. Continue. I want to the place where it says, and Satan entered into him. It, will, it would have been what? Good. If that man, can you imagine, if Jesus should tell you, eh, that you, if you were not born, it would have been better. Can you imagine that? If right now, Jesus is telling you, because of what you are doing, if the way you are fighting and causing confusion and causing commotion, and trying to work and fight against the work of God, if you had not been born, it would have been better for you. Can you, can you imagine? Can you imagine Jesus telling you this now? Can you imagine it? But the truth is that he is telling some of us that. He is what? Telling some of us. He is telling us. That if you were not born it would have been better. Hey, it's a serious thing. Is it not serious? Jesus is telling you, if you were not born, it would have been better. Ask a pastor, if I tell you, Sister Sibu, what you are doing eh, if you have not been born, it would have been better. He said, hey, this pastor to you, you are some way. Is that not what you say? But this is Pastor Jesus telling his disciples, his church members that, the person that is, is between years, if that person had not been born, it is better. Do you know why Jesus said that? The secret is revealed in what He said after what He said before. He said that the Son of Man must go through this. The Son of Man must go through this, meaning that it was a prophecy that was being what fulfilled. Meaning that it was, if you read it in Hebrews, He says. And now, Jesus, he learned um, obedience through what? Suffering. So, even though he was God, he had to learn obedience through suffering. So, it is good. Whatever you are doing, thinking that you are fighting and doing and doing, also, it is what? Good. We, we, it, it, it is adding something to my faith. Amen? It is what? adding something to my faith, you are, you are the instrument God has allowed to be used to test whether I have patience. Thank God for your life. But God will say, Woe unto you. The door he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things he suffered. So Jesus was saying that, Yeah, I'm going to suffer this, I'm going to go through. But you, this person, hmm, it would have been better if we were not born. It would have been what? Better if not we born. And having dipped the bread, he gave it to who? Judas. The son of, of what? Simon. Now, after the piece of bread, what happened? I can only hear three people. What happened? Satan did what? Satan did what? Was Jesus up there? Was he not a member of Jesus' church? But who entered? Just being around Jesus doesn't mean you have Jesus in you. Jesus can only be in you if his word is in you. That's why somebody can say, in the name of Jesus, and he comes on the scene. Somebody who can say, in the name of Jesus, and he say, Peter, I know Jesus, I know. But who are you? Satan entered. Satan entered. He entered through the gateway of offense. The gateway of accusation. Remember, remember the accusation. He, he said, why was this oil not what? Sold for 300 what? Dinary. And it was poured on him. A wise question but an accusation. And Satan is the father of what? All accusers. His name is the accuser of the brethren. So Satan what? Entered. Satan entered. Satan entered. And when the Bible says that, when Satan entered, what did Jesus say to him? Then Jesus said unto him, What you do, do quickly. (laughs) He said, What you do, do what? Yeah. Did you see Jesus going to beg pulling Judas aside, trying to advise Judas? Trying to say, Oh Judas. Mm. No. He said, What you are going to do, do quickly. Oh, when Satan enters into a person, and you see, I see this thing always. Always. Jesus, are you more anointed than Jesus? Are you more anointed than Jesus? Can you be a better pastor than Jesus? But I see that some people, when Satan has entered into them to fight against the things of God, don't try, don't, it's not in your position to go and try to change somebody whom Satan has entered. If Jesus didn't do it, who are you? Because let me tell you, you will end up just like that person. It is a strong force. It will pull you away. You get, you get, you get poisoned. You get poisoned, just like this person. He says, so "What you are going to do? Do quickly." Jesus wanted him to leave so that his poisoning will not affect the rest of the disciples. Go. There comes a the point when people need to live your life. And it's not a bad thing. If you want to fulfill destiny, all you need is God. God on your side, you are more than majority. But if you want to be a people pleaser, you can never fulfill destiny. And if people want to live, they can live. You only live because at this point, our journey together has come to an end. Thank God. And move on. If you insist on keeping, on, or, or keeping what God himself has what? Cat! You will not fulfill this. You will you, be poisoned. Because if Jesus had tried to stop this man, he would never have gone on the cross. Do you know that? He would never have what? Gone on As good as it sounded, you and I you will, not have, you will not be here today. We will not be yet we will we'll will, we will be Christians today. Because it's out of his death and his resurrection that we have been what? Born. So if that had happened and Jesus had not perceived and seen and he, he, he told he told him, Go quickly. If he had tried to stop him, then that would be you will not go on the cross. In fact Satan would have still killed him, but it will not be on the cross. And that's what he had been planning all along. Through the whipping. He whipped him. He should have died. He didn't die. Now, they wanted, they, you know, even at the Garden of Gethsemane, they wanted to kill him by sword. Peter pulled a sword. So it would have been some sword fighting and then they would have killed him. Remember, he was supposed to go and die disgracefully for you and I. So he saw all this, he said, do it quickly. I see God cutting some wicked people out of your life. I said, I see God cutting some wicked people out of your life. The time has come for you to fulfill destiny. And you will fulfill it. I said you will fulfill it. I said you will fulfill it. My time is now. So I'm going to round up. But remember, and every time I think about this, it, it shocks me. But then it encourages me as well. But Jesus Christ, when He was on Earth here, pastoring these twelve—just twelve people. In fact, they were more than that. The Bible said that there were some secret ones. They ended up. He first sent twelve, then seventy-two. And then the Bible reveals that he even had sent 500. So he had quite a few. But he was passing all these people. And one of them called himself. One of them betrayed him. One of them had the nerve to speak against him. And Jesus said about that person if you had not been born, it would have been better for you. So if Jesus, perfect Jesus, He was accused. Don't worry if somebody accuses you. Don't let that worry you. And don't listen to accusations. Most of them, it's what? Satanic whisperings. Satanic memories. Satan is using it as his tool. To try to bring about what? Division. And as a church we must rise up and go to the place of Psalm 133 where we walk in unity, in oneness. Where, he says, the oil will pour down eh, from the head of Aaron. And then, he says, it will drip down through the beard and the edge of the garment. He says, it is like dew. The dew of heaven. The dew of heaven. May we experience that kind of blessing. The dew kind of blessing. I told you, this latter half of the year, the Lord said it's a time for glory. But anywhere there is glory, there must be a crown. Or you don't know. Before glory comes, there must be a crown. Yeah. And so, we want that glory. that glory of being in the atmosphere of the dew of Hermon. When you no know, dew, dew is ever present. Dew, even in the desert there is dew. Have you been to Afghanistan before? You've been to Afghanistan. Did, did you see dew in the mornings? In, in the mornings, me when I was in Afghan, I saw you it's in desert condition. I get very very cold, and you can see dew. Dew is like it's all like rain, but you can see the you know, the moist. So irrespective of the condition, if you are operating under the dew kind of blessing, eh? You still, God, it is perpetual, it's always there. But rain kind of blessing is seasonal. Most of us as Christians, we are living in the dimension of seasonal blessing, whereby you get one blessing, it takes you three months, one year, four years before another blessing will come. May that not be your story. I say, may that not be your story. Do we want to operate in the due kind of blessing? Then look at your neighbor and tell him stop the offenses. Stop the anger. Some, some, some of us we are spiritual horses for Satan. He's riding on our emotions. Are the latest, uh, the latest uh, best man in town. <laughs> I like your workings. Can you teach me? I like it. Amen. Amen. So, question time. A few questions and what you have learned. What you have learned, and then we run up. What have you learned? Otherwise, I'll ask you the questions. Yes, anybody? Yes, the time. Why? It's a sin and if we don't concentrate on God's work, then we are not going anywhere. Yes. So yes. Anybody else? What are we learned? Yes, the sound. We learned that walking in this unity means you're praying under a curse. Walking in this unity means we are not walking under the blessings of God. Yes. Anybody else? Praying. What I meant is, we shouldn't let your anger go down by the sun. Amen. We shouldn't, shouldn't let the sun go down on your anger. Why? Because who can explain why? Why shouldn't a stand go down on your anger? Isabel, you want to say something? It will turn into wrath. It will turn into wrath. Is God, is God a good God? Do you think it's a reasonable time from morning to evening, a reasonable time to deal with your own anger? Is it a reasonable time? Do you need three weeks to deal with that kind of anger? But what? But, but you are saying no, but the thing is that we are the same people too that are practicing this anger. So what is the problem? Well, your case there. Yeah. With the emperor Bible, you should put the Bible somewhere. What, so why do we do it? I don't. I don't really understand. Is it because we forget what God has said or we don't believe the word? What, what is the problem? Why do we let God's deadline pass and we are still walking in anger? Why? Why do we do that? Can somebody explain that to me? Disobedience. Disobedience. And why would you disobey somebody? Why would you disobey somebody? Hmm? Why would you disobey somebody? For instance, if, say, the queen is here, the queen walks in here right now, and the queen says, Sit here, will you do it? Will you do it? How many will do it? The queen says, Sit here, you do it. The instruction doesn't make any sense to you, but will you do it? Why? Eh? Because you respect the queen. Okay, then you have answered yourself. (laughs) So, the reason why we are disobedient is because we don't respect God. Nor do we respect His word. But if you really respect God's word, you see, God is real, but we can't see Him. This is why there is something that is called faith. It's by faith that we, we receive and accept God. So every time you forget that God can see me, hear me, note what I am doing, you become disobedient. You don't respect God. You don't honor you don't hold, hold him in what? In you don't hold you don't hold God in in, 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 in awe. So when he says something to you, you do otherwise. If you are a husband here, if you are a wife here, if you are a sister or a brother here, and you respect God, don't let the sun go down on you. I I didn't say respect me. I'm just the carrier of the message. Me, I'm a messenger. Me too, I am subject to the word. So, don't give me more respect than the one who sent me. I would rather, because I'm pointing you to him, I'm not pointing you to myself. I'd rather, for the fear of God, you will deal with your anger than the fear of man. Amen. So the, I think God is very gracious to give us a whole day, sunrise to sunset. Process. It. Tell your neighbor. Process it. Process the anger. Deal with the offenses. Perfect Jesus was accused. Tell him. Perfect Jesus was accused. So it is nothing new. Yeah. So let it go. Tell your neighbor. Let it go. Don't give Satan a free ride on your emotions. Every woman here, lift your right hand up. You are going to say, Father. Father. I said the women. I I didn't know there are some (laughs) hermaphrodites (laughs) here. Say, Father, Father." in the name of Jesus, I I bring my emotions under your authority. Holy Spirit, lead me, lead me, instead of my emotions, lead me, lead me by your word, lead me by your word, any emotion of mine, that Satan is riding on, I push those demons off now, in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. The men lift your hands up, lift your right hand up. Say in the name of Jesus. Any emotion of mine that Satan is riding on. That Satan is riding on. I command that emotion. I command that emotion to come back to the place of truth. To come back to the place of truth. In the name of Jesus. In the name of you Jesus. You demons. You demons. Of anger. Of anger. Wrath. Wrath. Gossip. Gossip. Jealousy. Jealousy. Jealous, slander. Slander. Envy. Envy. Maliciousness. Maliciousness. I command you. I command you. Out of my life. Out of my life. Out of my soul. Out of my soul. So in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Be on your feet. Please And wave your hand to heaven. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.